0: Welcome to the Sonic Shuffle, a random and holistic Sonic lore podcast. I am one of the students, Morg. (laughs) (laughs) Let me try that again. I am one of the
1: students, Morg.
2: I am one of the other students, Devin.
1: And I'm the teacher, Dan. And uh, this time we uh, rolled for some more Archie comics. And, uh, we have entered the territory of Ken Penders, and it will be a very long time until we exit.
0: Does he Um. leave eventually?
1: Yeah, he... He basically ran the comics from, like... He was, like, the main writer from, like, the mid-90s to... Uh, basically in the mid-2000s. More or less a decade, give or take. Uh, he left, I think he just left for, like, his own reasons. I don't think he was, like, necessarily fired. But, like, and, like, shortly thereafter, uh, Ian Flynn took his place. Uh, he's not, like, the sole writer, except in the Knuckles comics. But... But, like, uh, he was one of the major ones.
0: Why is he so infamous?
1: Yeah. Uh. Yeah, we're gonna probably start getting into why he's so infamous with, like, these issues. All uh, right. Like, this isn't the first really... This is... I think this is, like, the, the first, like... I mean... Yeah, it's definitely his territory, uh... So, listeners, this week we are we read issue 20 of Sonic the Hedgehog and issues one through three, which is the whole series, of the Princess Sally miniseries. Uh uh, these were the Princess Sally mini series was basically an attempt to see if they could, like, work more on Sally as a character and see if they could like get an audience, get more, like, girl readers.
0: Uh, so they went, for a dollar, can you
1: name a woman? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, this is, there's going to be another, even more infamous attempt at naming (laughs) a woman for a dollar, but this is just, this is the start of it. Um... Girl power. (laughs) It's funny you say that, because I'm pretty sure, like, the issue that I just ref- was mentioning in vagueness is, in fact, called the Girl Power Special.
0: No! Uh,
1: so. Illegal. <laughs> Alright, uh, I'm real quick just gonna grab. So, issue. Tw- we'll open up with issue 20. Uh, there are two stories in this. <laughs> the first is That's the Spirit.
0: Sonic dies.
2: Sonic yep. just dies uh, in this one.
0: Spoiler, Sonic dies.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so we open with Sonic and Sally and Ropatropolis, and they're setting out to destroy Dr. Robotnik's antimatter machine. They find what they think is the machine, but it was a trap. Robotnik used this as an opportunity to try to roboticize Sonic. Sonic uses a bomb to blow up this machine, and it creates a big explosion. Hours later, Sally reunites with the Freedom Fighters, just really badly hurt, and telling them that Sonic the Hedgehog is dead. (laughs) She's also like really broken up about it. It's very odd for What up to this point has mostly been a gag comic.
2: I think it's slightly important that we point out that Sonic dies because of this bomb. A, because he's who through it, and B, because he tripped trying to run away.
0: Yeah. That's a big mood, honestly.
2: (laughs) He's just like, oh, I'll just throw it and then I'll run before the explosion happens. And then he just trips immediately. Okay,
0: someone is vacuuming.
1: We pick back up on Sonic emerging from the wreckage of the explosion. Except he he is invisible and intangible. He's basically a ghost. Is he not a ghost?
2: He's dead. Sonic
1: died.
0: Is is this not him dead?
1: He seems to he thinks he's alive, but as far as we know, he might be a ghost. Uh, so he heads back to Knothole to like, talk to his friends. Uh, uh, not sure what's going on. And they can't recognize him. Uh, or hear him for that matter. S- they've erected this monument that looks it looks like garbage. It it just I love it. It, <laughs> it looks so I love jank. It so. Hmm. <laughs> I Maybe. should use this I should use this as the episode art. It is a really shitty statue, which is great because the it I it's a good gag because like the cover shows shows like Tails and Sally crying over the statue, but that looks like a normal statue of Sonic. <laughs>
0: This is the better statue, Sonic.
1: Yeah. Sonic, like, goes off to, like, mope about this. He's... He he hates being a ghost. It sucks. Uh,
0: he can get hurt still, though. Yeah. Being a ghost soon sucks. En-
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, soon enough, though, he finds out that, like... He can be felt and heard, and he heads back- so he decides to head back to Knothole to, like, solve this problem. He heads back, uh, he finds a letter written by Tails to him that says, Dear Sonic, I know you're alive, so I left this note. We're on our way to Robotropolis to avenge your death. Your loyal pal, Tails. (laughs) P.S. If you are dead, then pay no attention to this letter. (laughs) It's it's really good. It's a good gag.
2: Just just, by the way, if you actually are a ghost, then, you know,
0: (laughs) don't follow us.
2: Stop haunting us.
0: Just kidding. It's October. All ghosts allowed.
1: If you're an actually a ghost We are a ghost friendly podcast
0: Good Cause I am haunting the morgue And uh Devin is A ghastly
2: We are all ghost here
1: It's like Kanye West said Sasquatch Godzilla King Kong Everyone knows we're Motherfucking monsters <laughs> Wise words
2: uh what a poet
1: the story keeps going uh robotnik is like celebrating because sonic's dead that's good to him but uh the freedom fighters are still on their like last shot vengeance plan so they're heading off to do that robotnik quickly pursues after them in his in one of his ships uh Using like this bird robot plane thing. Sonic, however, has shown up in the cockpit to stop him. Uh because he's hearable and tangible, he he like fools Robotnik into thinking that a ghost is haunting him. Uh and he like messes around with the controls to like to like make it more dangerous. Robotnik and Snively, who is also here. Sniffly is usually just also here. They escape. The bird robot is abandoned. Sonic presumably leaves, jumps off it and lets it crash. Sonic gets back into contact with his friends. Uh, but, and Sniffly spots this. So he tries to report on Robotnik, but Robotnik is afraid of ghosts and Sonic, like, messed with him by saying, Hey, you should, it it he said, like get a di- go on a diet, or I'll haunt you, so Robotnik's busy exercising.
2: He also told him that he has to go get a hair piece as well, so now Robotnik has just the most fantastic wig
0: what i I think I just like don't understand I mean maybe I shouldn't question it, but I don't understand the logic of go Sonic because He can be seen and heard by Robotnik, but not his friends. He can, like, go through his friends. They show his hand... They show his hand go through Sally's, like, back.
2: Yeah, apparently, he says when he threw the bomb at the antimatter machine, it, in this order, turned him intangible, invisible, and silenced his voice, and... The silence, voice, and intangibility just wore off. Gotcha. So he's like, oh, I can go mess with Eggman now, since I'm just invisible.
0: Oh, it wore off. Okay.
2: Yeah, it just kind of stopped. I don't
0: know. I didn't understand that for some reason.
2: It's just kind of- Even though it
0: literally says I'm solid. It's just kind of like a
2: throwaway line. They're just kind of like, and he can touch things now.
0: Doom, 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 doom. Secret agent Sally. Yeah,
1: yeah. We're getting into the second story, which is a Princess Sally adventure and the prelude to the Princess Sally mini series. Uh, we get like this cool spy sequence of like Sally breaking into a power substation. She Kills a SWAT bot with like a pair of defibrillator pads. It's kind of wild. Uh, uh, when she gets into the substation, she like makes it self destruct. And just before she escapes, and also there's like a whole like, like during this whole thing, there's like this countdown thing that's like, going, and you can, like, see it through each panel so you know how much progress she's making.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, like, between the panels. It's in the white space yeah. between panels. Yeah. It's- yeah,
1: it's in the margins. It's really cool. Uh, but just before she fully gets away, she is, she is met at a crossbow point by a skunk named well, I'll... I'll, I'll just say when he actually introduces himself, uh, he, he's like, hey, I don't know who you are and I don't trust you, so I'm going to point this crossbow at you. She tells him there's an explosion, there's an explosion, and after that happens, uh, we get a proper introduction, like, They realize, oh, they're both enemies of Dr. Robotnik, so it's fine to interact. And the skunk introduces himself as Jeffrey St. John, uh, of his late majesty's secret service and leader of the rebel underground. Uh, which is odd. There's never been any indication that there was another group of, like, freedom fighters, but, uh. Other groups of freedom fighters are something that's going to pop up a lot over the course of this comic. Like, it becomes a thing.
0: Yeah, because... Uh, they say, Rebel Underground? I wasn't aware of Eddie.
1: Yeah. Uh So, they're, they're just, like, talking about this. And A, SWAT bot is able to... St- track down sally uh and it's to be continued uh and
0: and it was continued
2: and we get to continue yeah.
1: uh yeah the comic ends with like an advertisement for the mini series, and some letters i don't think there's anything super eye grabbing for me uh Uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, like some kids ask some questions that don't get answered. Oh, there is like a one that does get answered and I wanted to point it out. Joshua Bertram of Melfort, Saskatchewan asks three questions. One, where is Antoine from? Two, how old is Sally? And three, does Knuckles have a mom? (laughs) <laughs> to which uh to which the uh person answering the question says one Antoine is from the French section of Mobius. Uh <laughs> two God. Sally's around fifteen uh, years old. And three She's Time baby. will tell. Yeah. What? <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> Why are they playing coy if Snuckles has a mom?
1: We'll get to meet Knuckles' mom one day, and we'll get to see a lot of Knuckles' mom, but mostly Knuckles' dad. Is she a MILF? Uh... <laughs> I, d- I mean, she fits the M. I don't know if she fits the ILF. <laughs> I
0: just wanted to see how you'd react to that question.
1: <laughs> uh. She, I will tell you this. Unlike Vanilla the Rabbit, she is not the size of an average human mother. Uh,
0: what? <laughs> um, I think there this was is lore. This...
1: I don't know. Okay, so like, <laughs> there is this rather infamous video where some where some nerd went on like about like they're the top ten hottest female characters in Sonic, and. No. I don't remember what he said. Uh, most of them probably weren't very good, or and probably at least one or two of them were very questionable, but he does say, for Vanilla the rabbit, that she is the size of an average human mother. <sighs> um, so... That ends issue 20, so let's start on the Princess Sally miniseries. I do want to note this, this uh, very legal, because, because I own the physical copy, of course, uh, of, of uh, Princess Sally number one. And I think the whole Princess Sally miniseries, which I own legally and that's why I can bring this up, uh... Ha- include the advertisements. Uh... Dad, where were but, you? I'm sorry. Yeah, I was just, like, talking about Sonic Triple Trouble, the little ad for it. It's one of the more notable Game Gear games. It's it's probably the mo- the best quality-wise, has stuff in it that comes up in other games. That's it. Uh, So... Let us open with a quote. Each of these, for each of these, there's like not quite a recap, but like this thing about like Princess Sally and. And like the story overall, there's like proper (laughs) recap. sorry, there's proper recaps later on, but each one starts with this thing. So, I'm going to read it out because it does have lore in it.
0: Oh, man. Uh, Ooh. I'm getting the weirdest ads also on this mm,
1: sort uh, of sort of legal site. Yeah, that's why I use UBlock. Yeah, there are. Uh, that's why I use UBlock on my legally acquired comic book.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't really on my tablet. <laughs>
1: Oh, that's that's. I just didn't want to um, make
0: clicking noises, you know?
1: Okay, uh... Alright. Not long ago, the planet Mobius was a world of great beauty and joy. Guided by the benevolent King Acorn, all seemed like a paradise. That is, until the evil Dr. Ivo Robotnik rose up against the inhabitants of the great city of Mobotropolis, conquering the land and its people. In the aftermath of the devastation created by Robotnik and his mechanical army of SWAT bots, he subjected the citizens to a process whereby they were remade into mechanical slaves, toiling over the polluted lands on the now rechristened Robotropolis. As it's for called
0: Bimbofication.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, as for the king, to this day, no one can be certain of his fate. But where there is great loss, there is often found great hope. Among the youngest of the citizenry were its most courageous. Banding together as a group of freedom fighters, they struggle one day to regain what was once theirs. Among the greatest of the Freedom Fighters is Sonic the Hedgehog, the swiftest of them all, assisted by his loyal friend, Tails. Rotor serves as the group's inventor and chief engineer. Antoine is renowned for his military skills. Bunny Rabot makes great use of her robotic limbs. Led by the courageous and resourceful Princess Sally, they form the spearhead of the Rebel Alliance. Hmm. I'm not sure that's what they're called, but... As Robotnik's forces grow in size and strength, Princess Sally knows the Freedom Fighters must do the same. And so, she begins to recruit the next generation of Freedom Fighters. Uh... So, going on into, uh... The first issue proper. After that, like, sp- That spiel and some, some like, uh... Recaps of the story we just talked about. Uh, Princess Sally and, uh, Jeffrey St. John are running from the swap bots. They're able to fend off with whatever makeshift weapons they can acquire. I'm noticing now that Jeffrey's crossbow has, like, blunted ends. Weird. They- and Sally uses like paint pellets or something.
2: Later, she uses what looks like ketchup to stop robots.
1: It's just funny to me that. Also, yeah, later on in the stories, they're using like more like they're using paint guns and stuff. I just find it funny. They She's just plugging it up in this.
0: They just um... don't want to kill the <laughs> robots, you know.
1: Yeah. I don't even think SWAT bots are canonically roboticized. I think he just builds them. Oh. Uh, Yeah,
0: I was kind of making a joke about, like, how it doesn't actually hurt them, probably.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, They're able to escape when Sally uses a grenade to, like, take them all out- take all the SWAT bots out at once. Uh... Shortly thereafter, they meet up with uh, Sally's allies that have never been seen before. These are are not
0: Sonic and his friends. What is going on?
1: (laughs) These (laughs) These are are some some other guys.
0: Also, I scroll down and I gotta say, when we get to the orb bots, I love them.
1: Okay. yeah. Uh, These uh, characters, which I will actually be reading more of when we get to the little... Spiel at first issue two are. Alright, just making sure I got this. Uh, Hamlin the pig, Boo. Arlo the armadillo, Penelope Arlo? the. Yeah, Arlo, like okay. the puppet man. Uh, Penelope the platypus, and Dylan the porcupine. Uh,. They do not look like Sonic characters because they were drawn by people who don't know what Sonic characters are supposed to look like.
0: <laughs> uh. Yeah, like they don't look like Sonic characters like more than some of the other ones. Like the pig is very like big, like he's like a but I don't know they they kind of give me some like. Maybe it's just cuz the platypus has a bill but they give me some like uh darkwing duck vibe.
2: I f- yeah. you know that- feel it's the lack of shoes, which is a weird thing oh, to say. Yeah, shit. But all Sonic oh, characters yeah. wear shoes and these ones very specifically don't accept Dylan.
1: Yeah, like, Also, Dylan is they-
0: Yeah. They all have like names that are like Armadillo starts with an A, so so does this name, but Dylan doesn't.
2: (laughs) Except Dylan.
0: Dylan.
1: Dylan. They all have normal people names also. Yeah. Which, to be fair, we also have that with uh, Princess Sally, but... uh, But, like, usually, like, Sonic characters are, like, named, like... They're, like, Descriptors. just nouns.
0: To be fair, Tails' actual name is Miles, which is an actual yeah. name. So.
1: Yeah, that's true. His real name is Miles Prower. Sally and, uh, Jeffrey get to this camp, but, like, Jeffrey for whatever reason, like, sneaks up on Hamlin and tries to beat him up because he thinks he thinks he's a spy?
2: Okay. Yeah, he does this for no reason. Like, the first time I read it, I thought I missed a line where Hamlin said something, like, rude or something. No, Jeffrey just attacks him.
1: Yeah, throughout, like, this whole series, Hamlin is, like, really suspicious of Jeffrey. Which, now, like, if he were just, like, arbitrarily suspicious, that would be something. But he just... He did it because Jeffrey beat the shit out of him for no good reason. I would be suspicious, too. <laughs> I I'd be like, be... what
0: the hell is this dude doing? Like, if I knew Sally. What's this dude's-
1: Like,
2: what's this man's damage? Why is he attacking me?
0: Although, like, I wonder what the readers thought. Like, who are these other characters? You know? Like, who's reading <laughs> these Sally comic I'd be like, who are these fucking pig and platypus people?
1: Yeah. At at the very least like Sally and Bunny and all that are like also in the TV show. Uh, oh. or Saturday AM, I mean. So like maybe you'd recognize them from that, but No, the rest but of I, these are I mean, yeah?
0: they're not even in like the other parts of the comic unless they show up later, I guess.
1: Yeah. I have no idea if they- sh- I can't remember if they show up later or not, but it's maybe a- they do. I do not remember.
0: It's just a weird way to introduce characters and pretend that they knew them all along.
1: That's all I'm saying. Yeah. That's happening a lot in these comics, it feels like. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, we see that Sally- like, Sally catches up to Jeffrey. She's wearing a slightly differently colored vest- this is important. Keep this in mind. Uh, is, is it? It yes. Yeah, it actually is. Like, but but for now, she just like breaks up the fight. Uh, we get some. In- we get some more introductions. The like official name of this other group are the next generation of freedom fighters, which is weird to me because. They don't seem to be younger, and the Freedom Fighters are already a bunch of teenagers. It's
2: and It kind of yeah. implies that means the first group is dead. Yeah,
0: that too.
1: Because if they
2: aren't younger, then that means the other group probably isn't around anymore since it's the next generation.
0: I can't believe Sonic died again.
2: Did- did Sonic die for real in this? <laughs>
0: Sonic died twice.
2: <laughs> died of once for fake and then died twice.
1: Hedgehog, Sonic's died twice. Yes, that's what I was
0: trying to say. <laughs> Thank you.
1: So, like, they camp out for the night- The next morning, they go over, like, some plans to take out some substations. Like, it's... Explain what Sally was doing before and what's going on now. Uh, Sally and her crew have to, like, take out these, like, three substations that are, like... That manage the, like, defense system for Robotropolis. Like, if they can take them all out, they'll be able to do a raid. Uh... So, they already took out the first one. That was, like, the last th- story. Now it's the second. We get some more arguing before between Hamlet and Jeffrey. It's not important. So, they head out to the second substation, which is disguised as a temple at the edge of the Great Forest. Uh, the Great Forest, up to this point, seems like a A traditional, like, a more traditional force, but, uh, this new location's a jungle. I'll accept it. There's, actually, you know what, it's fine. This shit happens all the time in the games. So, they get into this temple. Sally's able to, like, use another grenade on the SWAT bots. She sets it to explode, but then, the orbots show up.
2: I I love love the orbots so much. They did nothing wrong.
0: (laughs) They literally didn't. Uh, They're like beautiful purple color. They look kind of like they remind me of like the purple car that talks.
1: Purple car. Put put. Uh. Put put. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they have this very distinct look. For some reason, I was reminded of like, I was reminded of like Furbies and Furby adjacent things.
0: Yeah, but not I quite. Could see that something
1: about the something about their like big eyes just reminded me of that. Uh, they're like these orb robots with big eyes on stalks and like chicken legs.
0: Give me they're... a gun pluv or
1: orbots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That would be great. I would love it.
0: They do just... have some like McDonald's <laughs> vibes.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, they're they're Mc they're McDonald's play place robots. <laughs> they absolutely are that.
0: They're like best friends with grimace. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, Do you think these things are the see. things that killed Sonic? Hmm.
0: Hmm.
1: Maybe. Maybe. Uh
0: so can't believe all of Sally's friends are dead.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna be stuck on this next generation thing forever. Where'd they go?
1: They're busy and not whole. Sally's able to, like, take out one by, by, like, tying it to, tying it to, like, a handle on one of the walls, causing it to fall over. Another one, or, I guess the other one. There's only two. I thought there, I thought there were three for some, yeah. Yeah, there's, the second one is, it, like, chases them out, it, like, goes straight through the wall. That was cool. Uh... It, They run over to a cliff, and it loses its footing, so it falls off the cliff and crashes.
2: The way they demonstrate it losing its footing is funny, because the panel just makes it kind of look like it didn't know there was a cliff there. <laughs> like, it's yeah. shooting at them, looking a completely different direction, as it's just, like, stepping over the cliff.
0: Yeah. Pew! Uh, I love its angry eyes.
1: <laughs> it's
0: so.
1: <sighs> uh, they but have Jesus. success. Yeah. Sorry, I scrolled down. <laughs> yeah. They completed another leg of their goal, but the boys are fighting!
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the boys are fighting!
1: Sally breaks it up again, and. They camp out for the night again. Jeffrey sneaks out in the middle of the night. Uh, he goes through like some sort of warp portal. He like taps a thing on his on his like wrist, his wristwatch, and he goes through a portal. He enters this mysterious facility where he he just stares at Sally in a tube and it's very weird and mysterious he
2: also says soon my love
1: yeah.
2: which dude you just met
0: her
1: yeah yeah uh
0: also um the the ad below it has sonic the in your face and it's a sonic roller coaster
1: yeah it's like a sonic roller coaster with the tracks going <laughs> out of his mouth. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, so that's basically it for the issue. There's Update like some. Your Android cleaner
0: now ah. or your phone can slow down
1: and the battery. Stop. Oh. Ah. 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 What? That was so scary. <laughs> was Was that an ad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, holy shit! <laughs> I am leaving that in.
0: <laughs> scared the shit
1: out of me. I'm so sorry.
0: It's okay. Uh, it just was like, oh, yeah. Guess I'll uh, die. Hmm. Guess my uh, tablet has a fucking virus now. No, it's fine. Uh, <sighs> yeah, it's uh, shitty and old. It's it's fine. <laughs>
1: Yeah. uh, So on to the next issue Uh, Princess Sally number two Uh, The next ad that caught my attention was Gargoyle SpaghettiOs Which come with temporary Mm -hmm. tattoos on the label
2: Yeah those look sick Oh that
0: looks sick That looks great Man I miss Gargoyles What the (laughs) hell
2: Gargoyles kicks ass Man what a good show. Cargo is whipped. Wonder where I can find it.
1: I have no idea, okay. actually. Let me check. I <laughs> I am on Steven's uh Disney Plus account that uh listen to Disney Nine as we talk about Disney movies. Let me real quick Uh. check if that's under there. (laughs)
0: Uh. I uh I love that the the what is it, armadillo or whatever? It looks like a lizard to me. Huh. Am I crazy for thinking that? Maybe it's just because it's green.
2: No, they don't really like separate his like shell segments. Yeah, his color
1: palette is very lizardy. Uh he's he's like green and got a He's got, like, this sort of yellow underbelly. Yeah. It's,
0: a bear- it's like if a lizard had
1: ears. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, uh, I thought the platypus
2: was a duck for the entire comic, because I never yeah, ever looked I at her tail.
1: I only realized it when I noticed her tail. Uh, like? <laughs> uh, and also, just to confirm, Gargoyles is on Disney+. Plus. On- uh...
2: might have to get to to Z plus now.
1: Yeah, I I have no idea if you can... I have no idea if the aspect ratio is fucked. It might be. But regardless, we open with another blurb. As the fight for freedom rages on, it has been one of Princess Sally's many obligations... Select and recruit the soldiers of tomorrow, training them for the important tasks that lie ahead. Gathering only the best and brightest young hopefuls from the citizenry of Knothole Village, the Princess has assembled a core team of four members whose main purpose is to be the second vanguard in the struggle to overthrow the evil genius, Dr. Ivo Robotnik. Foremost of the group is Hamlin. Quick to anger, slow to forgive, he is often the first to leap into action, but usually the last to look where he's going. Next is Penelope. Fiercely loyal to her friends and comrades, her love for all animal kind is the driving force in her personal fight against tyranny. Arlo, cheerful and courageous, will always put the needs of his teammates ahead of his own, regardless of whatever personal costs it might entail. Finally, there is Dylan. With the heart of a warrior and the soul of a poet, he never mistakes the forest for the trees and functions as the spiritual anchor for his colleagues. Together, there is no challenge, dare, or risk these adventurers will not accept. Embracing the philosophy that it won't get done until we get it done, they strive each and every day to live up to that ideal, working toward restoring Mova Travelers to the paradise it once was untested and untried. They now embark upon a mission which shall change their lives forever. Uh, (laughs) I just really love I really love Dylan having the heart of a warrior and the soul of a poet.
0: So goofy. (laughs) Yeah. Also, Dylan looks like a care bear. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I love how they describe Arlo as cheerful and courageous, but the picture they choose for him is him looking as intimidating as possible. Yeah, it's great. Uh, like he's <laughs> glaring at
1: the <laughs> <in> <laughs> rear, and I'm just like cheerful like, and courageous. <laughs> he's fucking American he Kirby looks, right here. He looks like he wants. Ha- I think
0: <laughs> Hamlin- Arlo is pissed.
1: Yeah, Hamlin and arguably Arlo are, like, the only ones who, like, act in any way like these blurbs describe them. (laughs) (laughs) None of them have the heart of a warrior and the soul of a poet. But you the reader. (laughs) No, but I do. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Dylan is the insert, is the... I mean Reader and he is
2: the closest to a hedgehog in this reading. I would not be surprised if he was supposed to be discount Sonic.
1: So we get another recap. And we open with uh, Jeffrey and Halen getting into like a fight with I don't know what these things are. I know they're a thing. They're they're like both staffs with like things at the end. Very American gladiators. Actually, let me just <laughs> real quick look up.
0: It uh, does look like that,
1: yeah. Oh, it's called a pugil stick. Oh. Okay. Uh So they're fighting with pugil sticks. And... Like, it it's not clear whether they're combat training or if they're just mad at each other.
2: I think they're just mad at each other.
1: Yeah, the way they act is like that, but... It's so weird. Um... The boys are fighting
2: again. Round three. Just keep
1: fighting, but now they
0: keep fighting. But now I'm suspicious of the skunks, also.
2: Fucking yeah! Pepe Especially after here.
1: that thing with the tube. Uh, Sally breaks up the fight again. She does it in the
2: coolest way possible. Is the thing?
1: Yeah, she like grabs one of the sticks and. Uses it to, to like, uses it at its momentum to, like, kick Joffrey down. It's kind of cool. Uh, Sally is going over the the next step of their plan, which is to, uh, take out the third substation, which is, it's, she says it's on an atoll, toll But it's the opposite of an atoll. It's An atoll is like... uh, The the comic literally describes an atoll as a ring-like island that encloses a lagoon. And this is the opposite (laughs) of that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. It describes... It's just an island. Yeah. Yeah, it's just an island on a lake. Uh, I am an island... Oh man. They decide to, like, t- get there by, uh, going up a cliff and taking some hang gliders that Rotor set up for them off screen. Uh, wait, no. Rotor? They had them on them already. Okay. Uh.
0: Wait, where's Rotor? Wait. What? What? You said Rotor
1: is here? Uh. R- Sally like mentions that rotor, rotor like designed them and he called them hang gliders. Oh, okay. Both of, yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, there's an advertisement that caught my eye for Jughead's Baby Tales about him and Jellybean. Uh, anyways. they take the hang gliders to the island uh some mobile turrets like sh- some defense turrets like pop out and shoot at them and uh one of them takes down arlo uh they land they seek out arlo arlo's broken his leg so penelope offers to stay behind and keep him company uh get him get him healed and whatnot so now it's just, uh, Sally, Jeffrey, Hamlin, and Dylan. Uh. They break into the compound. Or. substation. They get attacked by a tentacle monster. It's. It's That's so weird. Yeah, it's weird. It's. It. It's. To be clear, it's not like all tentacles. It's like. Got a weird—it's got mosquito eyes and like a jaw, and just a whole lot of tentacles sprouting out of it.
0: It's Joker colored.
1: I—I I guess it is a little bit Joker colored. It's got a bit of a green and white motif going on.
0: But it's got the red too, like the lips.
1: Oh. Huh. Yeah.
0: I mean, its lips always... aren't, but like the Joker's yeah. lips are but yeah. it's tentacles are ri- Yeah, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Here's uh, also a weird thing <laughs> that I think might be a weird censoring. Every time Hammond gets surprised, he yells holy, but it's spelled hole. So it just sounds like he's just screaming hole oh, yeah. every time something happens.
1: Hole! Hole! hole. <laughs> hole. hole. Yeah, I-, <laughs> I guess it's supposed to be like, holy shit, but he's cut himself but off. But they don't
0: spell... He's saying my hole! But he's hole. not saying holy, he's just saying hole. Yeah, holy spelled I don't you know, know, usually, what kind at of- least when you're saying holy shit, <laughs> is where whereas, like, holy E-Y is, like, there's holes in the ground.
2: I don't know if this is a weird kind of censoring, where they're not allowed to, like, mention the word holy, because that implies God?
0: He's saying, Maybe. this hole is made for me.
2: He's just like, oh, hole. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's uh... <laughs> just... So... <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey is able to blow up the uh, octopod, as it's called, with uh, one of the bombs they they had for Like destroying the building, and Sally is able to like get out out of its grasp with some spray paint. There's a lot of paint weapons as we've mentioned before. Uh... They they get out of there. The substation explodes. They go back to see Arlo and Penelope, but they're both gone. They've just completely vanished. Hamlin's like, hey, what the fuck is going on? And Sally just says, let's let's abandon them. It's fine. Uh, maybe they're back at camp. They go back to camp. They're not there. Uh, they forget about it and go to bed. And just before dawn, Jeffrey has Sally over his shoulder... And he takes him takes her back to the facility from the end of the last issue, and we find out he's reporting in to a certain individual. Uh
2: No, he has a regular cat. No, he has a regular cat. Not him. In a world of anthropomorphized animals, and I have questions about this. Can that ta- cat also talk?
0: don't ask too many questions
2: is that cat a class trader is
0: this a, like a is this like a goofy um, Pluto situation <laughs> like where
1: the I think it's almost like night in the woods where where they don't consider well not quite Where they consider animals just animals And themselves like people I don't know
0: Hmm. There
1: is like What It's It's very The thing about animal people is like They're all one race Just like different races of the same race They're all one
0: race The human race Except they're not human uh, that, that was stupid cut that
1: out <laughs> no I'll leave it in um, uh, I'll think about it uh, no it's fine they're all way. <laughs> yeah yeah so Dr. well yeah let's just say it's Dr. Robotnik you can tell from Not him. the panel
0: yeah it's him uh, yeah. they show his face later
1: yeah uh, <laughs> and it's like definitely I... like
0: Meyer that in a traitor. <laughs>
1: yeah, Jeffrey swaps out uh Sally from before with another individual who is also with a different Sally.
0: It's uh, the two uh colored vests.
1: Yeah. Uh the two the new Sally, uh yeah, she's wearing the proper vest now. It's uh, uh,
0: it's evil it's evil Stanley and Stanley. <laughs> oh
1: my god. Like zero. Yeah. From zero to zero. Oh my god. Yeah, Yeah, it's from zero to zero. That was Dark Sally. Uh, So, the presumably fakes Dark Sally uh, joins up with uh, the remaining freedom fighters, but not Jeffrey. Jeffrey's gone. Uh,
0: Yeah, he was killed. No. That would be a different story.
1: They. They decide they're going to do a raid on Robotropolis. Jeffrey's gone. Jeffrey is, in fact, taking Sally to Dr. Robotnik uh, to roboticize her. To be
0: roboticized.
1: Yeah. yeah. Dr. Robotnik laughs evilly, and that's the end of the issue. Um, We get, like, some letters and fan art. Uh, This one is, like... Supposed to be answered by Sally in character. Uh, it's just one letter, but... This one asks uh three questions. Oh, it's also by Christina Wright from... Uh, Mante- Manteca, California. Uh, she asks... One. Are you really going to marry Sonic? Two. Have you ever met Knuckles? And three... Do you have a oh mother? If you do, what does she look like?
0: Why does uh, everyone want to know about the mother? <laughs> uh, I guess hers makes more sense if her dad was the king or whatever. Then her mom is presumably yeah. queen acorn. Yeah. Because this yeah. is uh, a hat fucking comic.
1: Yeah. Family trees are a particular interest of Ken Penders. Of course, uh, they are. Uh, of course they the are. the first answer is one or er, could be could marry Sonic. Two, I will be meeting Knuckles in an upcoming Sonic and Knuckles forty eight page special. Keep reading Sonic's comic for more info. And three, of course, she has a mother. Her origin may yet to be told. Keep reading future issues of Sonic. So Sally's just full on, uh, advertising. There's also this fan art of like a robot Sally that's kinda cool. Uh, it's very Mega Man X. Uh. Hell yeah. So, moving on to issue three. Uh, there's. Another ad that just caught my eye. uh, It's for... It's for a game based on the 1996 Summer Olympics in Atlanta, where you play as Izzy, uh, the mascot of that year. That's all I have to say on that. It just struck me as fun, because it's very dated in a very specific way. So... Now we get another opening blurb. One of the many outstanding qualities Princess Sally reveals in her capacity as Commander-in-Chief of the Freedom Fighters and spearhead of the Resistance movement Sorry, Resistance movement The Resistance movement against evil tyrant Dr. Ivo Robotnik is swift, sure, judgment. The combination of this attribute With their ability to take decisive action regardless of personal cost contributes to the freedom fighters success as a team while our troops play out their appointed roles only sally sees the big picture to lead effectively she must retain their trust and respect for in a war there is no room for hesitation when she gives an order it is to be carried out no questions asked no answers given their loyalty must remain absolute at all times or the cause is already lost. Entrusted with the lives of her charges, the young princess wears the mantle of leadership stoically. Often called upon to make tough decisions, by virtue of her rank, she longs for the day when peace and prosperity once again reign over the planet Mobius. But until that day, she will fight to free her people, and they will fight courageously by her side.
0: I, dun, dun, dun.
1: It feels very ominous. Yeah. Yep. Uh we get another recap and uh Sally and the two remaining uh new recruits are fighting their way through Robotropolis with paint guns and a slingshot with paintballs. It looks like ketchup. Or ketchup. It is all red. With ketchup.
2: A robot's true weakness.
1: They like fight their way through. Hamlin nearly falls off a bridge. Sally saves him. And they break through into the into this chamber where Robotnik and Jeffrey are along with Sally in a tube. Uh, Dr. Robotnik gives like an evil speech and explains uh, Hamlin just fucking goes ham and (laughs) and tries to fight Jeffrey again and Sally stops him again, even in these circumstances. Uh, Robotnik explains his evil plan, which is he swapped Sally with a robot and and just like a complete replica thinks and acts like her in every way. For all intents, she's a second Sally. Uh, and he's now building ones of other members of the Resistance. That's our, that's his current plan. And the real one he is taking to get roboticized. Uh, so, he starts roboticizing her, but there's a feedback loop And the machine explodes. Robotnik's like, hey, what the hell? And he's like, hang on. The only way it would do this is if there was already a robot in the machine. Oh, fuck. And we found out that Sally had swapped out earlier. In fact, that was the double. And also that means most of this comic wasn't actually about Princess Sally. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Robotnik sends some robots to attack them, uh, but they're actually like giant robots that were built into the walls of this chamber. It's kind of sick. Uh, uh, but then a big drilling machine comes out, and Jeffrey's resistance. Agents are coming to rescue them along with our lone Penelope from before. There's some fighting. Uh Dr. Robotnik sets the building to self-destruct and and escapes. So they have to all escape in uh air cars that look like saucers. Uh they escape the facility, it blows up at and- and it is doing that thing from the first story where it's got like the the uh timer between the margins. It's kinda sick. They escape, Sally gives all of the all of the new recruits medals, they're official freedom fighters. Yay. Yeah. Everything worked out in the end.
0: And Jeffrey's not a bad guy. I don't yeah. know if he actually said that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this whole time, the fake Sally has been the one wearing the, uh, the, the oddly colored vest. Uh, that means, yeah, most of this comic wasn't actually about Sally, as I said before. Uh.
2: Which is a weird way to kick up your debut album, not album, oh my god, debut, like, comic for Sally. Like, here she is in her own story. It's not her, though.
1: Yeah, and, like, she explains, like, it was a perfect robot, so it acted exactly like she would have, in all circumstances. It's uh, goofy. Jeffrey and Sally make out. Why? <laughs> Why?
2: Because, don't you remember when he called her his love?
0: I don't care, it's weird.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they met five minutes before he put her in a cryogenic tube and they fell in love in those five minutes. Yeah.
1: She was in a cryogenic tube, then they fought and then they made out. Uh, And Sally goes back to Knothole Village thinking about how she now has two loves in her heart. Sonic the Hedgehog and Jeffrey St. John. And uh, Sally has two throuple. hands. Sally
0: Whoa. has
2: two hands.
1: Yeah. Sally has two hands. Um sorry, so. um weird
0: blonde French guy I keep forgetting the name of.
1: Forget about Antoine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck that guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that ends that ends the issue. There's a letter from uh there's a letter from a fourteen year old named Horace Hawkins asking Sally to be his girlfriend uh <laughs>
0: that's cute and
1: sad <laughs> and cute yeah uh baby furries yeah uh so that's it for for this week's uh, content. So, let's, uh, read some asks, why don't we? I will, uh, if you want to send an ask, uh, you can either, uh, message us at, on our Twitter, uh, by responding to an ask tweet, or, you can, you can, uh, message us at your leisure, at, uh, at our Discord, which the link to which is included in e- the show notes of every episode, and on our Twitter, at Shuffle Sonic, uh, and just ask whenever you feel like it in the Ask Zone. We didn't get any Twitter questions, I don't think. Um, uh, I don't Let think me just double so. check. Let me just double check right. to be sure. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, we okay. did get some in the ask yeah. zone, though. Yeah, so let's read off our ask zones. Uh, our first question from being the nut, Na- being the dynamite, aka Barrier Trio, is: How would Sonic's ghost haunt you personally? Hmm.
0: I think just his voice would be haunting enough.
1: Gotta go fast! <laughs> Which voice would it be, though? Would it be one of the modern voices, or would it be Julia White?
0: I think it would have to be one of the modern voices, because those are the ones I know better. You know, All just right. like... Just one going like, gotta go fast! Sonic speed! Just like the one, you know, whichever whoever voices him in, like, <laughs> Brawl. <laughs> hmm.
1: Oh, that would be, uh... Oh, that would be his second... Modern voice actor. uh, I know Jason Griffith. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sonic
0: Speed.
1: (laughs) It's Sonic, but specifically Jaleel White Sonic, whispering forbidden lore into my ear every night. (laughs) Forbidden lore.
2: I feel like he would just, like, race around my house like my cat and knocking things over which would also make me think that my cat's knocking things over, so I'd, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, he'd torment my cat also. Yeah,
2: he would drive my cat insane.
1: Uh, Bonnie asks, first impressions on Jeffrey St. John? Where do you see this guy going?
0: Nowhere. No, I have no idea if he comes up again. Um, he just seems kind of shoehorned in. Like, he seems like he could be fine, but, like, he also doesn't have that much of a character, since it's only, like, three.
2: His character is... You know what? His character is that the boys but... are fighting, since that is all he does through the entire of these comics, is just fight with Hamlin.
1: Hmm.
0: I would all almost right. think it would be better if he replaced the French Antoine guy. He- you know? He's like a better Antoine. Yeah. Like, slightly.
1: Yeah. He doesn't have, like, a goofy French accent. That's yeah. written phonetically.
0: Right. And I don't... It's not like, oh, I'm like, oh, Yeah, it's the phonetic part. Like, if someone decided to animate this and, like, gave... I mean, they probably would give the skunk character a French accent. They'd probably play yeah. into the whole Pepe Le Pew thing, right? So, and I would be, like, more okay with that than, like, phonetically reading it.
1: <laughs> One day we will actually watch an episode of Sad AM so you can hear Antoine's French accent. Uh, if it's...
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's not great,
1: but... <laughs> yeah. He just seems... Uh, yeah. Uh, um... I kind of know where he's going. Uh, I'll, I mean, Is it good? I'm not sure. <laughs> I know he eventually gets good when Ian Flynn gets to write him. Okay. Uh, but I don't really know much beyond that. Or I don't know much about how Ian Flynn writes him. I know, I know he's like, he's like a recurring rival to Sonic for Sally's love. Uh, Sally has two hands There is one very questionable detail And I might as well tell you it now Uh Jeffrey is an adult What? Uh. Uh. Ah Jeffrey's like 20 years old
0: No Ah
1: Sally's 15 (laughs) Bad Yeah it does It does make everything else about him Immensely worse
0: God, like at least wait, wait, wait. make I don't know, at least make her eighteen or something like
2: i wanna Christ. i wanna know if the other freedom fighters are adults because if not, was Jeffrey just beating up a fifteen year old is Hamlin like
1: fifteen? Uh, I don't know how all the other ones in the group are uh the main ones, like the main freedom fighters we see in the main comics. I think they're... Sonic's like they're 16. All, they're all like late teens. Uh, except Tails, obviously. But like, there are some like time skips as the series go on. And like, Rotor, Bunny, and and Antoine are all at some point actual adults.
2: Okay. Uh, so Jeffrey was yeah. most likely throwing hands with a 16-year-old. Okay. Yeah okay good to know
0: it's Uh, fine everything's um, fine
2: hitting on a 15 year old Uh, throwing uh, hands at a 16 year old it's normal he's a normal dude
1: yeah sidmon asks robot sally x bunny rabbit x nicole yes slash no
0: doesn't nicole already kind of have a girlfriend
1: yeah, or is that it would be Bonnie? that's Sally or Nicole's girlfriend is Sally. Later on, after the reboot. Oh. Okay, um, then sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bunny also gets a partner later on, but uh, that's a straight couple. Um,
0: Rest in peace.
1: Yeah, sure. That sounds fun. It it does bring to mind just for. Like I've said again and again, for all intents and purposes, he, th- this is just a second Sally. The robot Sally. It's not like she had ulterior motives. Yeah. Uh Yeah. Like, maybe Robotnik put in, like, a turn evil button that he'd activate at some point, but, like...
0: Yeah, but they maybe they activated her early and so she wasn't evil yet. She needed to be incubated in evil. <laughs> Robotnik
2: dysfunctionally made perfect clones. And that will never come up again. <laughs>
1: uh, I guess we can like continue on to our next question. Are we saying anything else before we cut off? No. No. Okay.
0: I don't think so.
1: Yeah. Uh.
0: Is Sonic possessing his own statue?
1: Oh, is that why it's colored? Um. Hmm.
0: Uh, no, that was a fake out.
1: Yeah.
2: They just made him a better one Uh, later.
1: They made him a better one and then they painted it so it would ultimately look worse. Uh. Uh. Do you think twists are needed slash expected over long series, such as, as an example, BBC Sherlock series four? Uh... Oh, boy. The Sherlock,
0: like, uh, conspiracy theory that it was bad on purpose and they were gonna have John Locke happen or whatever... It's, like, infamous and weird. Like, weird speculation stuff.
1: I've definitely seen that sort of theory crafting in my time. Including for Sonic. Uh,
0: Yes, the Sonic games were bad on (laughs) purpose. I'm just kidding. Um, No, I mean, I I think... I mean, I have an issue with long-running series in general, right? Like, I feel like things should come to an end. Like even if you end up restarting it with like different vibes and stuff, like fine, there's problems I have with that, but like, I get it, you know, like even something like really long has an end. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I mean, I hate to bring it up, but like, people love it, but, like, Homestuck is long, right? But it still has an ending,
1: right? Yeah.
0: Like, it's still... uh, I guess that's why I'm comparing it, because it's, like, a long comic with an ending.
1: Yeah.
0: And, like, I guess that does have twists from what I know of it, but, like, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's, like... How do people feel... Like, jumping the shark is, like, a thing, right? Like, when things get, like, bad. And sometimes you can keep twists and it keeps the story alive, but a lot of times it just shits on it.
1: Yeah, and I think Sonic has that problem a little bit because Sonic the Hedgehog is a video game franchise, and I think, culturally, most people expect video game series to just keep going at infinitum or, or they're just dead. Like, yeah. Very rarely do I see someone just say that a video game series has ended.
0: They're like, not going to end Pokemon, you know. They're not gonna. They're not gonna end Sonic. They're not gonna end Zelda. I, I keep bringing up Nintendo examples. That's what I know best, yeah. right? Like, they're not gonna end Mario. Yeah, Nintendo.
1: Nintendo is actually a good example of what I'm talking about because, like. There are a lot of Nintendo franchises that haven't gotten a game in many years, and people think they're dead and are disappointed every time they're not given a. They're not every time like a direct doesn't announce a sequel to some game. There's just immense disappointment for honestly no good reason, right?
2: Yeah, you can like replay old games. Like it's fine
0: me to everybody who complains about every new Paper Mario that comes out, just replay Thousand Year Door! It's
2: still there! Just replay! They're not dead! They're it's not gone! There. You can just go get them. Um, just, oh, the old Pokemon is better. You can go back to it! I it's like yours! That in,
0: it's like, I'm someone who <laughs> likes a lot of the new games, right? Like, Pokemon games, but yeah. if you don't then They're that's fun, cool. Though. Play the old ones. Yeah,
1: and you're like, and oh, like, I
0: want something different. Okay, then play a mod of it. I don't know. Yeah,
2: yeah there I'm are like, tons of mods. Like
0: people make hacks all the time. I'm sure there's Sonic hacks. I don't know.
1: Yeah, and like, even if a series is different than you'd expect, there's there's always going to be fans making fan things and like even making their own original content inspired by the old things, like like Bug Fables. Bug Paper yeah. is ba- is like mechanically based on the old Paper Marios uh, Sonic has examples of that like Freedom Planet and uh, oh I can't remember the name of the other thing it's like Spark Spark the Jester yeah uh, yeah that's that's basically what, all I've got to say on the matter uh so let's let's answer our next question. James the Cat Girl asks, "Why does Sonic statue have measles?"
0: Which <laughs> one? Uh, the brown
1: one? Uh, the one in the one I posted in the cover because I used a different version than the one we legally acquired because uh, this one is color corrected and has like. Because it's color corrected, it's clearly got, like, some etchings in it. Some hash, some hatching. Oh, yeah. To make it look more like it's made of stone. You know? Yeah, it just was built that way. Uh, He's... They did... they <laughs> They made a good one after they made the bad one. But they didn't have that much time. True.
0: Uh, Marshmallow. Marshmallow.
1: Yeah, a uh, friend and- of the show, Stephen Moore, asks, "What kind of twist would M. Night Shyamalan put in a Sonic movie?" Uh,
0: um, Sonic sees mm. dead people. God, I actually uh, haven't seen a lot of Shyamalan Sonic- movies except for the shitty Airbender movie. Yeah.
2: Oh, you guys are gonna love this. This one's gonna be like so twisted. Sonic and his friends are all one person.
1: Oh shit. And
2: Sonic oh. just has multiple personalities.
1: Oh, that's so twisted. That's so oh, dark.
2: So twisted.
1: Oh that's so Did you
2: know?
0: We live oh man, we live in a society.
2: Did you know you could physically like like change yourself? to another personality
1: yeah no.
0: oh man um and all of sonic's friends were actually in the snow globe all along
1: yeah uh, so we zoom out and we see uh <laughs> i don't know cream the rabbit's face as she looks into a snow globe <laughs> yeah yeah <sighs> um Sonic's actually a
0: human, and he is having nightmares as a hedgehog.
2: Sonic is actually a regular hedgehog trapped in a horrible zoo, and he's dreaming of a better future. Wouldn't that be twisted?
0: Wouldn't that be crazy?
1: (laughs) I was thinking specifically for the Sonic movie... It would be something like that Dragon Quest movie where it was a video game all along. None of this was real. Or was it?
2: You'll never know.
1: Dun dun dun. Um, So. That's. That's all our questions. Uh, There's also.
0: James says. Two Sally's would have won the war if one of them wasn't a robot. <laughs> Probably. Yeah.
1: Just, just get another Sally in there. Just it's put another good. one. Uh, yeah. So now that we've had our fun discussing everything, it's time to roll for another game. Well, you don't uh, know if you're going to get or, a game. Right. I don't know why I said <laughs> that. Uh, Let's roll for next week. Oh, uh, we rolled five, which means Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Damn. Uh, I think I actually remember exactly which ones we're going to be discussing, but uh, I think, and let me just check an episode list to be sure.
0: Have we ever rolled sad am?
1: No, we've nope. never rolled sad am. I, looking back, I think I might might have once accidentally, one time, thought we were reading Adventures, but we were actually supposed to watch Sad Am. But I don't know. Oh. Hm. Uh, but either way, uh, this time we did roll a five. We did. We are reading Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, either watching way, it. yeah, uh, we'll we'll be watching episodes fifteen and sixteen, two tall tales and tails's new home. Mm. Uh, this what uh, I I know what happens in these episodes. Uh, the first one is really weird.
0: Hmm. So, well,
1: looking forward yeah. to it. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, So, with that in mind, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places, and you can find all those places at linktr.eeslash Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. From there, you can find my Twitter, you can find my art blog, and my code fee for where as little as $3 you can order a commission from me. You can follow the other podcasts I do, which include Pot of Greed, a Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. By the time you listen to this episode, we will have recorded the last episode of Duel Monsters as the anime, and from there we'll be going on to uh, Dark Side of Dimensions and the uh, uh, doing a wrap-up episode. Uh, You can listen to Stranger's Fiction, an audio entropy podcast. It's an actual play podcast focused on one-shots. There's Disney Minus, a Disney podcast that I do with uh, Stephen Marshmallow and the decidedly not online cat uh, to talk about Disney movies. And, of course... Last but not least, there is my comedy blog, at Xbox underscore holiday, where Usher celebrates holidays with Xbox. And very recently, uh, it was Maximilian Pegasus's birthday, so happy birthday, Maximilian Pegasus. Uh, happy National
2: birthday,
0: holiday. Maximilian Pegasus.
2: Happy birthday, King.
1: Yeah uh morg. where can we find you?
0: you can find me at haunting the morgue on twitter that's haunting the m o r g you can also find me on my other podcast uh departure lounge a hunter x hunter two thousand eleven watching podcast uh your only airplane theme Hunter X Hunter Podcast. Uh and you can also hear me on the first series of Wow, cool robot. Uh Gundam Rewatch Podcast or Watch Podcast. Not rewatching. I haven't watched either of these shows. <laughs> That's it. Uh Devin
2: uh, you can find me on Twitter at GrimGastly, And you can find me also on Hunter Hunter podcast, but this one is not airplane themed, called Gone Will Hunting. And for the latest episode we have out, we discuss some crimes of the ninja Hanzo. So that's fun.
1: All right. Uh, and you can find us at ShuffleSonic on Twitter, or you can find us on, or you can email us at SonicShuffleCast at Gmail, uh, or you can join our Discord, which is linked in the show notes of every episode. Uh... The email is Sonic Shufflecast, I might have messed that up. Anyways. Uh as always, Sonic is real, he is strong, and he is my friend.
0: He's the only blue live that matters.
2: The only
1: one. Good night everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night.